Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, make sure to hit up Green Mountain Dental Group today. They're the best family dentist in the Denver metro area, located just 15 minutes from downtown, and they are hooking it up for DNVR listeners. You guys can get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Look, Green Mountain Dental Group, they actually care about their clients and their customers. They'll reach out to you after you go in for a cleaning x-ray exam. They'll ask you how your experience was, what they can do to improve your experience the next time you're in there. So they actually care. Uh, again, Green Mountain Dental Group, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with these guys today. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush. <laughs> I hope it's the song Eric hates. I, don't know. <laughs> I hope so too. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets Lounge. Monday energy here. Uh, I'm your host, Adam Meadows. I'm joined in live and in the flesh with my esteemed colleagues. Haven't seen you guys for a bit here. It's uh, Brendan Vogt. Yeah, it's good. We see each other like once every four months now. It's a good good pace. You look the exact same as you do. Thank on, you. Uh, oh, you look uh, a little older. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Too easy. A little wiser, though, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, over here, uh, D-Lanco. You know him as D-Lanco. It was a pretty muted little intro you gave me. I thought maybe Brendan got a whole description of your relationship, the the we way that the two here. of you relate weird. to one another. I you just pointed and said that I was here. This is Delanco. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird being in person again, like uh, just doing it, you know, in studio. But we're filming our preview series for for the Nuggets. Excited about those. First one's going to drop tomorrow, I think. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Today, though, there's kind of a lot of news. There's kind of a lot of like things to talk about because, as is always the case, there were some interesting interviews that happened after our Friday show. Right. So we went Saturday, we went Sunday, we went half of today um, before we were given a chance to talk about that. You guys are probably wondering, where's the man with the wind in his hair? Peloton do, Prince. Do not, the Peloton Prince himself, <laughs> do not fear. Just like we do with the Winner's Lounge, he is at this very moment speaking to the Denver uh, Nuggets, uh, I believe, Vlatko Chanchar. That's right. Rocking an immaculate stained glass sweater. He looks awesome. Yeah. He looks really good. I just heard you guys talking about it. I didn't see it myself. I'll show you a picture later. He, did. he looked like a cathedral. He did. Like, like his body was a temple. He's his own cathedral. Uh, it was really a, a work of art. But there's a lot of stuff to kind of get to, and including today, we did get a chance, all of us here, including Eric, to sit in on a presser for mm -hmm. Michael Malone and Gary Harris. Don't tell PR. Yeah, I, I audited it, I would say. You would audit it, yeah. You were, a, you were an, um, just observing. Like, like how Wynn does his a uh, his classes at Metro State. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. <laughs> a little burn there. Yeah, oh, yeah. damn it. We missed it. Cool. Um, I want to start, though. You know, Michael Malone, over the last couple couple uh, days or media availabilities, has had some interesting things to say. First and foremost, he adores Facundo Campasso. Campasso. And, and by the way. Campazzo. Oh, man. At Ice Cave Guy. It is Facundo Campasso, not Campasso. Do we, Ali, can you pull oh. up the video? Actually, can we go straight to this, yeah, this video you. here so we can? I can stunt on these fools who don't think I know how to speak Spanish. This is from the man himself, Facundo. Oh. For the record, pronounce your full name and your nickname. Uh, my full name is Facundo Campasso. 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 You can call me Facu. That's all right. <laughs> oh, we will. <laughs> 
You can call me Faku. I just love the way he said that. You can just call me Faku. And we plan on it. We Come paso. So I was right. I do know how to pronounce my Spanish words. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for nothing, actually, Ice Cave Guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I got bad advice. I don't know whether to believe anything he says. I can give you some advice on that front. Don't believe anything <laughs> that guy says. Do you think he's actually like five foot three? I do. Possible. Yeah. Might I mean, not even be Croatian. I'm going to lie about that. Too. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but, but Malone, in all seriousness, though, Malone really raved about him. And this matches some of the stuff that I had heard as well. And, and I know Harrison as well from talking around just... Malone's a Compasso guy. I think I think that part of the reason that he came over this is this is speculation, but I think part of the reason he came over was in part because Malone wanted him. And there was there's this funny way we've talked about this offseason about you know did the front office hand Malone an offensive team and now he has to oh they gave him this isn't the pie he wanted to cook and now he has to bake this pie. <laughs> no, I think that Malone was like you know who I want Compasso had some input here. That's the gist I get. He wanted and, he, and you know the first thing pie. he. Well, technically, the, Al, you can mute him if you need to. <laughs> technically, uh, the first thing Malone told us about Compasso was, uh, I just like saying his name, which I think relatable. we all relate oh, to. Fuck but him, he dude. also then, no surprise here, went straight to the defensive side of the ball. Um, Matt Moore, if you're listening, yes, he's only 5'11", but he's a great, great defensive player, Malone tells us. A disruptive defensive player. Uh, and on offense, in Malone's words, he has to be a top five pick and roll player in the world. So ooh. let me check. Um Point guard that makes everyone else better and a gamer on defense. Yeah, that's a Malone guy through and through. Compazzo, um, dude. I'm ready for this Faku period of my life. <laughs> it's a really fun addition, man. I think it surprised a lot of people. I'm surprised. I don't. Th I think there might be some Nuggets fans that might look and say, okay, they added a talented, added a talented player, but how much sense does this make? Right. Yeah. But just sort of remove that layer from it. It's cool. It's fun. This is, a guy, this is a really talented, accomplished basketball player who's hoping to, to translate that into the NBA for the first time, and he's doing it in Denver. Yeah. So when he sort of said the names of like, yeah, I'm getting to know Jamal and, and Jokic and, and Monte, it just got me so excited. Like, this is a fun move um, before, it's, before it's anything else. Malone did have another quote, though, that I kind of want to play for. And I know a lot of people, because this one came on Saturday, I know a lot of people have kind of talked about it. But do you have the one, alley about he's an offensive coach now? It's what we led into the... To, to the bit, I guess we, we led into it, so we don't have to necessarily play it. No, no, it's probably not it. We don't have to play it, but Malone kind of joked because he was asked, like, you lost Tory Craig, you lost Mason Plumley, you lost Jeremy Grant. Those are three guys that were, you know, primarily defensive guys, at least right. what, what, you know, what they meant to Denver. So losing those guys, what does it mean? And he did show, he kind of shared a chuckle with it. Like, I think he knows the expectation for this team defensively isn't going to change because that Malone's not going to change right. that. He's not going to be like, well, we're going to have to do this. But I think he also knows like we lost those guys, so we're going to have to get creative. And the piece of that quote that I liked the most actually vote was he said it's on the players, it's on individuals, but it's also on me. And I like that because I don't think he can tell Michael Porter he needs to be Jeremy Grant defensively or Torrey Craig defensively. Right. I don't think he can tell Bol Bol if he plays, he's got to be Mason Plumley. He's got to adjust, and I think he's got to get creative. And I think a lot of what we've heard from Malone in these first few pressers, and look, everybody's saying the right things early on in a season. That's like the, yeah. that's a low bar to clear. But I feel like Malone is saying a lot of things about him changing his perspective on the team and having to just himself. It's one of my big takeaways. This is a guy I don't think you would necessarily asso associate creativity with. I mean, he coaches to win like every game. And I think we can sort of predictably, we make jokes like, oh, he's definitely going to start Craig. He's definitely going to start Millsap. He likes to fall back on his guy. So to your point, this season, I think it sounds like he's recognizing 
that his hand is going to be forced a little bit here, that yeah. he will have to get creative. The specific, you know, sort of creative angle he mentioned that at least made me lose my mind <laughs> was talking about find ways to get Bol Bol involved as a last He's on my list ah. here. <laughs> including zone defense. So go crazy, Nuggets fans. I guess it's zone. all on the table right now. Zone, oh. zone. Dude, I'm ready for this. Zone, zone. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, first of all, Eric, how long do you th- expect this to last this this uh, Malone that's really thinking outside the box <laughs> and offensive-minded. Well, I mean, I mean, like, to Brendan's point, I mean, he kind of has to think outside of his previous box anyway. I mean, like, yeah. he, he's, he has a lot of his uh, what we deemed safety blankets were taken away, so yeah. he can't just be like, well, just get out there, Tori. Unless, right. unless Greg Whittington just becomes a complete proxy <laughs> for Tori, which he might, but, it, yeah, you might. know, who knows? Like, Just play harder, Mason. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah, really like, we, he has to, I mean, the team has to change. It is really funny, though, like, just going back to what you were saying earlier about thinking about adding Compasso and it doesn't really make sense. And then you're like, but it, he's awesome. So that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> there is like a little you just bit add like, an awesome basketball player to the team. Like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> There's a little bit from Tim and co right now. Of, Screw it. He's good. We'll figure yeah, it out. I mean, uh, yeah. at a certain point, like doesn't, I mean, they, they, they won't play how the team as it was constructed last year played like that doesn't work, but it's a different team now. There's seven new players. That said, I, to Adam's point, I'd give it maybe like two more days uh, <laughs> before it all stops. Well, so you mentioned Bol Bol, and I want to bring it up because when he mentioned him unprovoked on Saturday or Sunday, I don't remember which day, you know, obviously my ears perked up. I got I got excited because I'm all here on the Bol Bol hype. We get a video today from practice from from the Nuggets on social media. They post Bol Bol, and he looks fantastic. I mean, he looks amazing. <laughs> oh, boy. But then we get to today's presser, and I hear Michael Malone mention Bol Bol as in a like the, the words he had to say about him were more of a like, you know, it's he has to earn it, and there's a lot of guys ahead, and it just it, to me it was like a big giant pail of mm. water on this fire that I had set of sure. like yeah this excitement <laughs> well, this fire in my soul had just got a big glass of water. Well, there was like day one this team could be anything vibes, and yeah, then there's yeah, day yeah. two I know exactly what this team needs to improve. Yeah, in. Yeah. holy you know. shnikes, look at that. do you have it? Oh, can we just can we just like enjoy these yeah, for yeah, a second? Look at this dunk. Watch this dunk. Uh, oh, it's not on. <laughs> I thought you were just. Uh, talk- I, just watch I thought you were just talking to me. I'm. I'm gonna watch this stuff yeah. over and over. Let's- Let me know when it's live. Oh, this is live. Okay, jumper. Look at this, silky. Holy Nothing but that. I mean, just look at how tall this dude is, man. Oh my goodness! And watch this one. Bad pass. Really fills out you got to make sweats. a better pass. Let me get up. Oh! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, he put cinnamon dust on. Oh my gosh! Look at this dude! Oh my goodness! Holy and look at yeah, Marcus Howard giving him the def, and then this is definitely yeah, cool. right. <laughs> it's a goal ten. That's, That's not a goal That's a goal ten. But you know what? I'm, I'm with I, it. I like that he sent it out to Doesn't half matter. court. Doesn't matter. No and now we're layups, on a loop. Now we're on a loop. Wow! So, look, man, I want to get so hyped for Bull Bull, but. Did, like I said, did I misread this vote? Did, was that not your perspective? And Eric, you heard, you listened in on this. Did it feel a little bit like a pouring of water on the bull bull Uh As a media, I would say veteran, a grizzled <laughs> vet, if I could interpret what I heard, yeah. uh, it just sounded like he was just wanted to not stoke the fire. Not okay, even yeah, more yeah. so Which than is smart. Yeah, like, way, he didn't, he didn't want to. Da- like he wasn't and... trying to say like to tamp it down right. so much as just not specifically stoking. Well, like, if he could have capped the hype on MPJ, he would have, right? Uh, yeah. And these things are distractions to coaches. Yeah, so. if he could have been like, he's been missing most of his shots in practice. <laughs> I wouldn't really worry about it, guys. But like, I also think this might be 
be the bull experience this season. I do. Too. I think it'll be I a couple too. of weeks where maybe Thrill posted something on IG. We hear something from a coach. Bull looks great. And then maybe not the most focused week of practice, and he takes a step back. Yeah, so. Or just you. doesn't play. I mean, it's, it might just be a thing where he's the 11th guy, and it's like, right, yeah, we're right. all hyped for him, but guess what? He's not the top 10. So I mean, they've said he might get out there, but there is no clear-cut spot for him, right? right. He, he would have to sort of usurp someone that we're not expecting him to at this point. So there was a little bit of cold water. Everything's on the table. doesn't mean it's all going to happen. Um. Yeah, including a glass of cold water. That's right. It's right there. On another the table. another takeaway I have from these first couple of days of team practice. <laughs> bull, bull does need a bowl cut. I agree with that. A bowl Fi- cut? Finally, a good comment. Finally, finally, <laughs> finally we've been waiting. Um, so another thing that's come out of these is that Will Barton is not a full participant in practice. He is a most per- mostly participant in practice, and we've seen video of him dunking as well. But he has set out the five on five portions, of which we we're told today was more five on five focused than than yesterday. This was one of my big questions, Vote. I know we shouldn't read into these things until we actually get word, but this is also how the Nuggets have handled things over the years. They don't tell you a guy's Well, out. yes, exactly. That's what the word looks Isaiah like, Isaiah right? Thomas was, like, not participating in five-on-five five practice in training camp, and then he didn't play till March. Well, I mean, we just did this with throw, literally. Yeah. So he was hurt last we heard in March, might be ready to go for the bubble. Oh, turns out he's not even – he plays one game, right. and now he's got a rehab. He's not even close. Right, so, right. Um, I think it's fair to read into it. I think this is what a lot of folks are wary of with Barton this season. You know, he's saying that he feels good and that it won't linger, but he's been very clear that he's going to get himself back up to shape, yeah. back into game shape. Um, he, I would imagine he and his camp are wary of coming back too fast after how that's worked out for him in the past. Yeah. Um, so, look, this is this is the concern. Although I, will, I should say that Michael Malone phrased it as he wanted to play and. And the, the training, said, the training yeah. staff, yeah. Steve Schwartz in particular was called out saying he was like, "Don't, don't, don't play." <laughs> I mean, look, I don't think they want to rush this. Like they, Barton, in theory, is a very important part of what they're trying to get done, especially with the guys they lost. And I don't think they want to get to to February and not know his status. So I don't, yeah. I don't think they're going to rush him out there. Yeah. yeah, that's what you. Well, I mean, I don't know. Will Barton? The, the, I just, I just get the sense in general. Um, that a it's the second day of practice yeah like they don't really have any concept of what's going on there's so many moving pieces there are so many potential players that could slide into the uh, starting lineup and there's other players that could be really uh, important pieces of the bench and i think you know more than anything i i imagine just the way that this entire year has gone caution is always the way to play everything you know so i think i i mean i don't know what to read from any of it but you know, I, I would think that we're probably going to get Will Barton on the shelf for a little bit longer. That I mean, I, I can't imagine he starts. Really? Do you think? Do you think? He'll? I mean, the fact that the season begins in two weeks—that's what I'm saying. Like no. he's not—he's not practicing yet. I mean, even if he was healthy, like he has no ability to get any synergy with these new players. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, another thing that was mentioned. So I had on my bingo card all set up for tomorrow to be the day that Malone says practice was disappointing. Today it <laughs> came early, and I—he—he he wasn't look. Malone yesterday mood vibes on one hundred man. Ooh. This guy was this guy was on some summer vibes. Today a little bit more like a little <laughs> autumn vibes. Yeah, it was a little autumn vibes. I was calling back it. to yeah. school. It was late autumn. It wow. was maybe like mid October. <laughs> what I would a say. Yeah. But he uh, today he talked about how they did a lot of five on five. It was really sloppy. He said the effort was there, but that it was just yeah, maybe I mean, a, it, it almost seemed like it was a bit more of a frustrating game or or day. Um, it makes me wonder. 
tomorrow is my day for it to be a horrible practice. Then Thursday, you, Wednesday, you rally up. Are we off? Is the timeline off? Vote. What do? You, what are we doing here? It, it today felt a little bit like the the grumpy bad the grumpy practice day, day right? didn't that's it? What, if this was the grumpy day, then that's great because it wasn't that right, grumpy. Right. No, but it was more grumpy than you'd hope for day two. <laughs> you are right. The timeline it's is compressed. disjointed. If this was actually just a happy day, then we're we're in real trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I just thought that was interesting. He also did talk about you know this weekend. Uh, Malone did the plan. So they, obviously they play their first preseason game. There's only three. This first one not going to be heavy. It's almost like an NFL game. Yeah. First preseason game is not heavy on starters. So maybe they play light minutes, and you end up getting a better look at some of those other guys. You always wonder where they front load the heavy minutes for the starters or back load them. Sounds like the Nuggets are going to back load them. Well, it's hilarious. We're talking. They have three games total. <laughs> no. They have three total. One of them is in a week. Uh, yeah. And he was also talking about, as I heard, traveling to a state that uh, that's is, a good point. Yeah, that's shut California, down. California. They got. They're supposed to go to the Bay. Which at the moment can't feel yeah, the basketball game. Yeah, looking a little game. suspect. Looking a little suspect. It is. Well, I mean, I, I actually am curious how they're going to handle this. Yes. I, know. Uh, I, I don't well. have any insight for you. I don't yeah, have any guesses. I, 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 I turned it to you. Hey, can, yeah. you can you give how, us an insight? How on should the, they yeah. handle COVID? Um, so anyway, the Fauci corner over here. Those were some of the uh, those were some of the takeaways I thought from today's media availability. Was there anything else, Eric? It was your first time really hearing. A, well, uh, I will say that uh, apparently the most interesting part happened right after we hopped off, which was uh, Vlatko's sweatshirt. Which wait, I, yeah. I cannot wait to see this sweatshirt. Um, we started off with Gary. Gary seemed. Uh, we're going to talk about him on the other side. Yeah, okay, cool. Then, uh, then what'd you ask me for? I, I asked you about Malone. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. We have our first break here. We're going to hit an ad read. Hopefully, Harrison will make it in. He'll let us know. I can't wait to hear what Vlatko had to say. <laughs> man. My boy. We've heard from almost everybody now besides Vlatko. So, well, all right, let's take a break. You can cue the music. We'll go. Uh, let us know. What are we talking about? Well, today? Listen, are you, wow, look at how prepared we, we are. We talk about two things here on the DMBA show, and only two. Uh, we talk about Denver sports, and we talk about Breckenridge Brewery, Ooh. the official beer of DNBR. I'm sure families are looking for some fun outdoor activities during the shutdown here in Denver. Guess what? Breck has set up an awesome skating rink outside of the farmhouse. It's only $3 to skate with your own skates or $6 for a skate rental. They also have an awesome tubing hill that is currently free. Parents enjoy beers and delicious food in a cozy outdoor setup. Let the kids enjoy some winter wonderland fun. Uh, remember, there's no better way to support us during this crazy time than supporting our partners. So make sure you order from Breck Brew. Um, their farmhouse is open. Um, you can order, you can get beer delivered through the Drizzly app. So call them at 303-803-1380 um, and place an order for pickup from the farmhouse today. Use code DNVR to save $5. Check out our friends at Brick Room. Do they make peppermint beer? Is that a thing? I hope not. That sounds like, that sounds that sounds like heartburn in a bottle. Uh, it'd be like peppermint mocha or something? Like a peppermint Pe stout? Mocha. Oh, peppermint seltzer? Oh, peppermint huh. seltzer. That's that a, sounds even that worse. That literally sounds like mouthwash. Oh. Oh sounds really bad <sighs> uh have you gentlemen heard of the world golf tour wgt golf oh. never heard of it um well it's I the try it hottest and most fun and dopest mobile golf game in the world it's hard uh, official fun. partners of dnvr gaming do we know what our tournament is this weekend yeah what is it it's called the ball is popping tournament that's right is it really? yeah. i have to win this oh starting my this God. friday Adam. Yeah. starting this friday right. 12 11 through All sunday right. 12 13 we'll be ball hosting the ball is popping classic Abandoned dues. Oh, all all country clubs can participate, and better yet, anyone can win. That's right. All you have to do is don't is join the DNVR four. That's DNVR four, like the number country club. If you haven't played yet, uh, yeah. So if you're in, if any of those clubs, we have four country clubs. You it's honestly really fun. Can all these sign clubs, up for yeah. these tournaments. So. It's honestly really fun. Man, I uh, do you guys 
lay down a respectable score this weekend? I did not. I did not know. I, I saw someone. I had a horrible score. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, I, um, I. Yeah, Ali had a bad score. I had a real tragedy befall me on the uh, on the ninth hole. Yeah, I'd like to share it with you if you'd let me. Well, go for it. Have so sure. I, things were coming looking pretty good. I had some. <laughs> uh, I put them in pretty neat, pretty tight, and then the ninth hole comes around. It's uh, three hundred. I think it's three hundred yards. Away. Yeah. See, actually, I had a complaint about this because I could. I hit the ball perfectly, but I can't hit it far enough. I hit it perfect. You got to get the roll. Anyway, I, I, I thought. Oh, I thought I would game the goal. system, I and I clubbed up. I clubbed up to what was the driver. I tried to hit the driver off the fairway, the and the fairway. I literally, I literally hit the ball perfectly, as you say you did. I, I, did. Hit, it I hit it perfectly. perfectly I got it said excellent, and the ball <laughs> skidded off to the left, went directly into the bunker right next to me. Did not yeah. get in the air at all, and I recorded a 500 on that one hole, oh, and really I finished bad. with at a score of 800. And I considered retiring forever, <laughs> but I'm back. We're this back. Ball anyway, popping, check I'm out back. WGT golf. It's great. <laughs> I honestly get so pissed that Harrison beats me. Is he locked out, Ali? Do we know what happened to Harrison? I thought he had. Where's he at? Are we still doing He's talking to Vlatko, baby. What's going on? Are we still talking to Vlatko? How long of a meeting is Vlatko giving? Vlatko, you, you have are? another person? No, he's not oh, he's got somebody else. Oh, man, this got even more exciting. I think Ooh, maybe we boy. should, like... Did the Nuggets sign a new player? I really just want to chill until Vote has to. <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Are you still tell. going? Oh, you're done. Is he here to break news? We have the applause uh, break here. Is he here to break news about uh, James Harden or something? Manually applaud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Harrison doing doing the Lord's work. So who else talked? I thought it was just Flatco. Your favorite player, Adam Marcus Howard. (laughs) Oh snap! Oh snap! So you have some real details here. Marcus Howard. Is that how he talks? No. (laughs) (laughs) No one talks like that. No. No. I um. So I guess we can go right into this because I haven't heard. I'm kind of like, a, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Marco, what do you have to say? Um, <laughs> so Vlatko, maybe the biggest piece of news, the f- picture of him where he's just looking like Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, not Photoshop. Wow. Yeah, right. Legit. Confirmed. 100 percent confirmed. Somebody ask him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who asked that question? I have to know. Um, who did ask that? I have it might have been Marlo who asked oh, that. Oh, th- Marlo's th- on one. He's on a heater. How, right uh, how thirsty was the question when he asked it? <laughs> I think we were searching for questions at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Vlatko, man. I, I love Vlatko. I almost feel like this is maybe like a make it or break it year for him. Like, I, I don't know how Vlaco gets on the floor this year. I really don't. It is a real good I, I think it's going to be tough for him. Like, we saw in the seven game in Utah that if they really need him to play, he can play. Right. But he's buried. He's absolutely buried on the what depth position chart this is year. You know, that's, that's one that's, of the questions. I don't even well, know. He's a 4-5. He's a 4-5. He came to Denver as a 3. I've been here, and they look at him more as a 4-5 now. A five is so fascinating. I'd yeah. love for Vlatko. Well, we joked five. about this, yeah, man. He's got the muscle to like battle yeah, Jokic uh, a little in practice. To me, to me he's more of a more of a perfect ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, did he have anything interesting to say, or was it just that he's not photoshopped and uh, that's it? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, putting you on the spot here, Win. No, it's just like people are trying to ask him about his role, and like, yeah, that's stuff we all want to know. Does he think he's going to play? But, I mean. I feel like he's got a pretty good idea that it's going to be an uphill battle for playing time and he's going to have to just stay ready and uh, be ready to shift into action if Denver needs him. Like like I said, it's going to be an uphill battle. He, he's behind Paul Millsap and Jamichael Green at the four. Yeah, yeah. He's behind Jokic and Isaiah Hartenstein 
at least at the five. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Uh, what about my my guy Marcus Howard? Like that's my guy because I've been telling everybody about how I'm telling you guys our Marcus Howard video. I think is coming out on Wednesday. It's a banger. Yeah. Fifteen minutes of the list. You're gonna be, which is a little excessive, but yeah. you know what? I didn't know anything about him. I wanted to learn. It's actually only like uh, eighth of his total shots from. Last yeah. Oh man, I'm telling there. you, you could make a Marcus Howard. Uh, so if you guys don't know, he was undrafted out of Marquette. Five foot eleven, super score, super shooter, super Led score. Led the nation in scoring. Led the nation in scoring. And this dude, like, uh, if you just watch his makes, like, yeah. it's insane. He's unreal, An incredible unreal top shot, top shot maker. No, so remember when, um, God, my guy uh, Terrence, what's his name, with the Raptors, Terrence Davis. Yeah, I do remember, remember when him. he came your to guy, Denver. Oh, your guy, yeah. Wow, <laughs> work backwards from that one. He was my guy, past tense. <laughs> there we go. Um, remember when he came to Denver, and you know he might have been able to get drafted in the back end of the second round, but wanted to come to Denver on the two way because the Nuggets have developed guys off two ways before. That's kind of the same situation as Marcus Howard. He wanted to come to Denver on the two way. You know, maybe he could have gotten a better deal somewhere else, but. He wanted to come to Denver for the system, for the player development, for their past success on two-way contracts. So he's hyped to be with Whittington the Nuggets. said the exact Whittington, same thing, yeah. which is interesting. Like, okay, we laugh because you don't get the like the high free agents or whatever, but this is valuable. Like, I don't know sure. if Marcus Howard's going to turn out, but as Denver goes forward, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Jokic and Murray, they're established. Michael Porter, we hope he can be established. You know, these other guys, Bobo, whatever, Zeke Naji, you hope that they can become like mainstays. But you're always going to have to keep finding 7th, 8th, right. ninth, 10th mm -hmm. guys. Those guys are so important. The further you get into the playoffs, it's more important that you have this versatility. And if you can find Compazzo wanting to be here, Whittington wanting to be here, Howard, if you can hit on some of those, just one or two of those guys every couple of years, your roster fills out for cheap, which is what you it's need. So, the, the absurdity of the fact that we don't have a G League squad is just too much to take. People get mad this. when I say this, but I, it, to it me, clearly it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> it, it is such a win, matter. though, as an org, when players are identifying your org as a healthy stop for them in their right, career. Right, right. I mean, yes, we're just talking about two-way guys and not stars, but there are some Nuggets fans who don't need me, me to remind them of the dark times. Like, if you could have been told that Denver would end up being viewed that way, you'd say, pinch me. So yeah. they've come a long <laughs> right. way, and it's one step in the process of sort of changing the culture and changing this team's rep reputation throughout the league. Yeah, but he thinks his play style fits with Denver. And if I had to, if you guys had to guess the one player who he said has taken him under his wing while he's been in Denver, who would you say? I would say Jamal Murray. Monte Morris. Monte. Monte, of yeah. course. I would it was say Monte. Monte Morris. I would say <laughs> Monte yeah. Morris. <laughs> was it your first show? Yeah, but he says him and Monte were, were working out at the same time when they were doing one-on-zero uh, drills uh, last week, and he's just – kind of gotten to become close with him no surprise there monte morris mr nugget the uh mr nugget the is he mayor of the mayor of chopper circle <laughs> the mayor of chopper <laughs> circle of wow. wow uh that's a that's a big title um okay what are they i can't read i'm kind of old hey no, I'm not. What's going no, on here? No, that's Mislav. Don't trust him. No, Mislav yeah, 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 is Mislav 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 banned yeah, from the DMBA show, man. doesn't know what he's talking he's about. He's on the ban list. He's, the one, he's pronouncing <laughs> it wrong. We're, yeah. freezing, we're yeah. freezing you out. You Go yeah. back to the ice cave. Yeah. Get back in your cave. Get back in your cave. Rebanished. Um, well, that's interesting, Marcus Howard. We haven't really heard He's a great interview, though, man. Is he? A lot of composure. Like, a lot of wow. PJ composure vibes, for sure. Wow. Great Did interview. You have a good pun for this one? Well, I just want to know if his, uh, if his <laughs> dark 
uh, angry eyes translated into. You're very into the eyes here. Yeah, yeah the, the windows. Is a, I don't know if you know the, the, the window to the soul. The second time you brought it up, it started to feel weird. Guys, well, we it's the first time that the people here here. That's yet. true. Actually, the other one hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yeah. right. So when we last had, we, we discussed Michael Porter's on Friday show. I didn't think we had right. That came out afterwards. Michael Porter, his uh, comments. I don't. I don't believe so because no, I, think, I think it came off. I, I don't think he he did media until Saturday. Yeah, um, Saturday. and it was really interesting. I want to touch on him, uh, you know, for our audience because <laughs> to me, obviously, he's the center of the season and, and all the stuff. I loved what he had to say in his first media availability. I thought it was a ten out of ten. Now, again, caveat all of this stuff with winning the press conference on media day is like it really is the lowest bar to clear. Yeah. Like you just have to like. Not say anything offensive or angry or Don't mean. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not like trying to say this is too meaningful. But what I will say is there are a couple of things that stood out to me. Number one, you know, Michael Porter understands how important he is on the team this year. And he was he somehow exuded a confidence and this like resolution of I'm going to play more. I'm going to be more impactful with also to me, it seemed understanding of the responsibility that comes with that. Because yeah. I think there's a lot of players that want the star, but they don't understand that, hey, this is, also, this is a burden as much as it is a great thing. And I thought that that's the thing that he kind of exuded in that media availability. Yeah, man. You saw, did, I don't know if you saw my uh, tweet that I put out. I, I don't think I follow you. Okay. <laughs> well, you should, I've, you, I've you. definitely muted uh, you by yeah. now, yeah. Well, I've, it, other people may have seen it. The <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. had a little curl of oh play. yeah, he did have a little curl going on. Very Superman. Very Superman. And what you're telling me here is that he's also bringing on Spider-Man qualities. With great power comes great responsibility. Oh wait, he's just a superhero. I, I, oh I think you're right though. He gave the interview. <laughs> I'm not on mute. He's really that. <laughs> he's really added some weight. You could argue as Green Hulk esque. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he did give the interview that every Nuggets fan kind of hoped he would give, though I think. And, you know, he is in this weird spot of you want to hear him saying these things like, I know my role, I want to stay coachable, yeah. but you also want him to say emphatically, yes, I'm, I'm that dude. third star and I'm, I'm good enough dude, and I'm yeah. that dude. And I think usually guys are in one of these boxes or the other. And I thought he did a pretty good job of, I think, managing to sound like he's ready for this challenge, but he knows it's not going to be in the walk of the park. I, it's just a media availability, but I was impressed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I would imagine a lot of that comes from the fact that the people or the ones he has to win over are, is the rest of the team. Like, yeah. Yep. He definitely like came in. Do you think he knows that, though? Because this is one of my questions. And again, I don't know MPJ well enough to know, but this is one because I think you're absolutely right that it's not about can you make your buckets? Can you score this? It's like, can you earn the trust of these guys that you're yeah. going to have to go into the foxhole with? And that's look, yeah. Jokic and Murray, I just feel like are like brothers right now. And yeah. I, I don't think they I think they are closer now than they've ever been. Oh, I don't, they were hugging. I don't I, don't, I, don't I, I can't say this for a certainty. I'm just saying what I observed what I'm reading the tea leaves. And it's forged through how many battles have they been through? Yep. And how many times have Jokic picked up Murray? Murray picked up Jokic. Like, right. those guys just know, like, push comes to shove. I can count on this guy because we trust each other. He trusts me. Michael Porter, that's the thing. What's going on here? Adam trying to play along with the superhero reference shows how much he actually loves MGJ. <laughs> the fact that you just didn't tell me to shut up. Exactly. Although you did mention that, a, you'd, that you'd muted me. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's all of the superheroes, man. All right. What, uh... He's all of them. Well, but uh, I mean, My Michael Porter Jr. is somebody that we saw like the Nuggets would sort of clown on oh. in Instagram posts and they'd like kind of make fun of him. And it was, you know, you, you it's just like little brother stuff. And yeah. but 
we're talking about him then actually stepping up to a seat at the table, right? And so that that's a very different power dynamic. And so yes, that's a good point. they have to sort of like really buy into him being that guy. So he has to be quiet. He has to be composed. He has to, and he has to do his work. And he can't be too braggadocious because Jamal Murray doesn't want to hear it. Like yeah. uh, Nikola Jokic doesn't want to hear it. And they just won't pass him the ball. Pretty right. simple. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder about locker room dynamics and stuff like yeah. that. Like you got Gary Harrison, Will Barton, the longest tenured players on the Nuggets, you know, in that locker room, and then what? We're just we're investigating the <laughs> pronunciation. I think that is exactly yeah. what it was. You said we'll tenured. get back to you. Keep we going. need forward. Tenured. Can we please get we'll forward? We'll check the tape. We'll get back to you. <laughs> I, I, I want to shout out everybody who's come to my defense on Twitter that there's <laughs> other ways to pronounce forward. Yeah, sure. If you're mispronouncing <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, there's also other ways to pronounce lots of words yeah, yeah. if you just say them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, tell um, us about where the hell was Gary I? Harris is the most tenored. Yes, tenured, yes. Yeah. Can I speak, please? <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, I wonder how it's received, and I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. I wonder how it's received when a guy like MPJ comes on the scene and is just this media darling, and he's right. the only guy we can talk about, and every time. He hits a shot. It's on Bleacher Report, and everybody's talking about it. We tweeted. I wonder how that's that's received, uh, according to guys who have just you know been through the battles with this Nuggets team when they weren't making the playoffs and nobody watched them and nobody showed up to the right. arena. Or, like I don't know. I just I just wonder about that and stuff. The highest profile guy after him was Jamal Murray, who was a seventh overall pick, who comes from this small place in Canada. Like he's not actually. In MPJ, right. Jokic is a second round pick. You know, Barton right. was a late arrival after getting traded. So all of these guys really kind of had to scrap for it. <laughs> and here comes young Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. who walks in as the second most talented player, third most talented player in the gym. And and he's just it's not the same path that the rest of them took. So I, I too am curious about I've it. Seeing this Harrison as a mama mentality, fighting through this adversity. I know we just interrupted every single day, five every days a week, day. <laughs> one hour a day, five days a week. <laughs> 300-something days a year. <laughs> oh, my God. The right way, and the way wins. The MPJ stuff is just so fascinating, man. And I think the older I get and the more, like, just, really? like, life experience I get. I'm, this is me telling you guys how wise I am. No, But th I'm serious. The more, like, just life experiences you get, the more you're, like, there's so many complex social dynamics. Oh, my God. In, that in your own office, in your own neighborhood. And, and every single, like, sort of, like, circle of group you have friends whatever it is there's always like some kind of Yo, weird social dynamic and we're sitting here being like you guys could win a championship if you just embrace mpj but then like they're like, like you don't like him yeah, like exactly, yeah. Exactly. you ever worked with someone you just don't like yeah, i've had teammates that are like they're very good and i hate them and like, you know what i mean in lower level sports yeah like, and like when they do well you're like upset about it i mean you've seen that uh, video of gilbert arenas like actively cheering against his teammates have you seen this before like no I remember this one sounds like gilbert yeah but it's like it. because yeah. yeah because like if they mess up then he gets on the court and he does i mean there are major dynamics at play that you i mean you want to talk about uh the pressure of an nba system where you know like if you mess up especially under a coach like malone you get taken off the court your minutes get cut that means your money gets cut like your, right your contract the money part play. of this is big man there's so much of it i mean it is hilarious because we we like to look at i mean we do look at these guys as you know pieces in a game that we like to watch but then they're obviously they're human beings we know this um, but it is funny where you you don't always have that same way that you approach your life 
that you're able to graft onto this form of entertainment. You don't think about it when you watch movies, like if they like their right. on set person, yeah. like if they really like making out with each other during that kiss scene. Like, right, right. I mean, there's got to be a wow, lot of. It really went weird. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, it, what you're talking about, like the human dynamics are so much larger yeah. to these guys, and we you you have no view into it unless you're part. I of I mean, them. look, even even let's and look you at make out like, with one of them. like Jeremy Grant leaving. Like what we have reported is like, okay, he wants a bigger role, and, and that might be it, but like. We all think it could be one of three things. Do they want to play more? Do right, they want right. a bigger role? But these are just people that could be motivated by such more totally. specific. Like, okay, Wind reported that Grant has a, pr a prior existing relationship with someone in, in Detroit's front office. What if they're like best friends? You know right, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just always like, to Eric's point, I would imagine that it's more often it's the interpersonal dynamics. Totally. And not, he's like, the pitch is like, yo, dude, we could have barbecues. He's like, all right. <laughs> and like that's that's it that's the whole discussion but the, the last point i want to put on this and we can go to a break here but the thing with these complex you know dynamics is i think we often think about team building in terms of like oh their personalities don't mesh we've got to find somebody else and sometimes it gets to that point but i think the broader point i was talking about is that Jokic, murray michael porter they all have to like learn how to mold and maybe they just it's natural and it's easy and that's great but if, even if it's not that doesn't mean you have to get rid of guys it's like how much can you guys learn to grow from this and like there's parts of your game there's parts of your personality there's parts of your leadership there's parts of all the stuff that has to take a sacrifice right and is it a, a, an amount that you can afford to give without losing who you are and to me that's that's why this season is so fascinating is it's about bringing those things together so uh, it's not just a, hey, his personality doesn't match, get him out of here. It's can they figure out right. how to make it mesh. But right. let's go to a break. On the other side, we're going to wrap up by looking forward to the rest of the week. Power ranking, maybe some of the players we're most interested to, uh, to watch on Saturday. Yeah, guys, check out Green Mountain Dental Group. Pick up a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Uh, a lot of us here at DNVR go to Green Mountain Dental Group. We've gotten wisdom teeth out. We've gotten cavities filled. Uh, the whole shebang. So uh, they're great people. 15 minutes from downtown Denver. They actually care about you as a as a client. They're not just some chain dentist uh, so, that's yeah, just shuffling people in and out. Box, big corporate yeah. dentist. Yeah. Yeah. These guys so are Denver. Soul is, is that dental? No, I'm sure. not, not particularly. Oh, it is. Oh, it, it is. is. Yeah, sure it is. True. I, I mean, I don't want to say the name, but I, I know it. it. Yeah, yeah, I know who that no dentist is in Denver. Here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go to Green Mountain Dental Group. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. Um, also, uh, Strava Craft Coffee. Ooh. You guys can get a subscription to Strava Craft Coffee and 20% off the CBD-packed coffee that's been known to help cure long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS, a slew of other issues as well. Uh, you guys can get 20% off a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. That's awesome. We have it here stocked at the bar. Uh, we we get it delivered. Just check out Strava Craft Coffee. StravaCraftCoffee.com. 20% off with the code DMVR20. I love this comment in the question in, in the questions here. It says, "Will Denver become more popular now that the NBA's uh, suspending marijuana testing?" Uh, probably not. Absolutely. I don't Absolutely know if not. you guys know this. These guys are smoking weed if they want to smoke yeah, weed. What city they're in, who's testing for what, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. The quality, though, I don't know. Debatable. Oh, right? That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good uh, point. I, for also, for guys, I saw a comment remind me we need to talk about Gary Harris because he spoke today. Um, Gary's 
doesn't always have the most to say, but I still th- I thought he was good today. You guys thought he was like classic Gary. Um, yeah, I just thought I thought he was Gary. He just got through the questions as Gary's quickly as Gary, possible. Baby. I mean, Jeremy Grant, and Gary Harris. We almost rarely comment on what they have to say because they never say anything. But um, you know, my takeaway: he was asked about the competition, you know, aspect of it. He wasn't directly asked about starting or not starting, but he was asked about all the good players, and he just said, "Yeah, we have a lot of good players here." And facts. Yeah, which is facts, and it's going to be a competition for him. Um, I don't know that I have a ton of other other takeaways from Gary Harris's. It's it's tough to get a read on yeah. Gary right now, man. Yeah. It's it is tough. It's to get tough a, yeah. because obviously he was injured at the start of the playoffs. Uh, was great at the end of that Utah series. Was good at times against the Clippers, defending Paul George, and then kind of disappeared in that Lakers series. Yep. And um, yeah, it's just it's just tough to get a read because he's in that competition with uh, Will Barton for the starting two. I don't think he's going to be thrilled coming off the bench i don't think either of those guys will so yeah we'll see but it's tough to get a feel for where he's at so question so um did this you're saying that this was a typical yeah okay because yeah you got to listen in on it today so what'd you think i mean it was pretty flat like he he didn't seem like that excited to be there but um you know <laughs> i mean be that, there and the media availability that's what i mean to be yeah, yeah. to be answering questions um so i just want to you know like when you when uh you say when you talk to Gary, when you talk to Jeremy, um, it's hard to get answers out of both of them. Like that, you know, we know that Jeremy just left. Like that makes me wonder, like, is, oh. is Gary in that same headspace? But you're saying Gary's always been like that his whole career. Yes. <laughs> I do think <laughs> that's just Hold on a second. Oh. Wow. So, okay. You know what? And, and he was asked about because apparently him and Jeremy very close. So he said, that's but my he guy. said, that's my guy. He was asked specifically about. Uh, mm-hmm. whether or not he agreed with his decision to go or wh- what he thought about yeah, it. And yeah. he just sort of said, it's, it's a, a business. business. It's that's a my, business. It's a business. That's my guy. He put a and lot of emphasis was, on business. He did put there's a lot of emphasis on business, yeah. I have to say. So um, I'm having a hard I'm wearing two hats. It's making, <laughs> it's making it a little difficult to think, I have to be honest. <laughs> Maybe most of my thoughts actually come from outside. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I, I, I said... I've said this a couple times now, but to oh, me, I'm back. <laughs> my two questions are, you know, M- Michael Porter and can he mesh with with Jokic and Murray, and and then Gary Harrison, Will Barton. Like, I think the Nuggets need at least one of those guys, maybe only one of those, to be honest. But both of them are just such huge question marks to me. I can't get a read on on Gary. Um, but I will say one thing: he was asked actually. I think this was another Marlowe question. He was he basically said, "Hey, your first few years you were awesome. The last two years you <laughs> he weren't." He did say that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. What, is there a way to get back? And Gary kind of shrugged it off and said something to the extent of like, "Hey, this is a new year, mm-hmm. and like every year is a completely different thing." And I like that mentality. First of all, it's true for him. Like he had some good years, he had some bad ones, but you know, at least from his perspective, he could he you know. He expects to bounce back this year, so that's totally Gary, though. Like, yeah, dude. Gary will go for twenty-five points. Yeah, I had a good game. My shot was falling. I got to the rim. Uh, everything was going in. Uh, he goes for ten points on two ten shooting. Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't my night. Yeah. I'll just you know bounce back tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not going to think about it. It's done. It's over. Just that's just how he he's operates. He's as matter of fact as it gets. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's right about a lot of that too. It's probably the right way to approach it. All right. Well, it's going to end the show today, guys. By power ranking the guys we're most excited to see on saturday it sounds like we might have a chance to get to see uh <laughs> i don't know oh okay we got to wrap up fat quickly we're saying you can just break that this is like me reading a, a thing here <laughs> we're good we're good, we're good. all right oh okay <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, there it is. A little battery. Okay. Um, so we got to wrap up quick here. Let's just talk about, let's power rank the guys we're most excited to see this weekend. For me, man, this weekend. This crazy. is tough because there's three guys that really any one of them you could, put, uh, you could put at the top. Yeah. Number one for me is still Michael Porter Jr. Yep. Because he's one. the most important guy. And I just want to see, like, there's a chance Saturday he plays one quarter and scores 15 points. Yep. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah, I'm right there. I think this is probably a unanimous answer. Yeah. Yeah, it's MPJ. And, um, I wrote this today. I think this Nuggets team has the potential, and I think they will be the best offense that Malone's ever coached. Oh, I just think they have the talent. They have the top end scoring with Jokic, Porter, and Murray. I think it's going to be the best offense we've seen under Malone. Um, and yeah, it depends on MPJ. So I mean, he's he's number one clearly. I want to see if he's getting buckets off cuts. Like, he hits some threes, great, but I know he'll hit threes. I want to see if he's doing that other stuff and Jokic is fine. I want to see if Jokic has – you know, if I set a line, I think they're only going to play like 15 minutes. One and a half assists from Jokic to MPJ. Over or under? Over. Over. Yeah, that's an over. Oh, sure. wow. Well, that'll be what do you think the over. first play is going to be? Oh, I'm not, let's not do this. <laughs> See corner? Number two power ranking most ex- player I'm most excited to C- see this weekend, Facundo Compasso. Wow. Oh, Facu, dude. That yeah. Bobo? Not, not, not Bobo. It's fun. I mean, look, because I think Facu's going to be yeah, more We got a of bucket a... of water dumped on Bobo today. Oh, he did have a little bucket. <laughs> we talked about this yeah. earlier. So this is controversial to you. I just want to see that bull bull. That's all. I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't want to see Faku, but you're right. Now that I think about it, I mainly just wanted to scream Faku at you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's actually pretty, that's a very, very compelling piece. Yeah. I'm going to go Faku three. I'm going to go bull two. Oh, wow. Um, if you guys have not uh, checked out Faku's defensive highlights, like we talk about his offense, his offense is brilliant. Like that's how he got the nickname, the magician. Go check out his defensive highlights because he is, he is like a maniac on defense. Michael Malone over here. He's All a maniac, right. man. On the ball, off the ball, just like anticipating stuff. He's so your bowl wild. I got. I got. I'm gonna come out of left field with this one. What? I want to see a little R.J. Hampton. Oh, I don't know if he's gonna play. Yeah, no, I, see, I don't yeah, think he's big. gonna play. But I do think like this is play. our he best play, chance yeah. to like right. see R.J. Anytime soon, yeah. And I can mm-hmm. I want to see that dude dunk. Think about this for RJ, man. He was drafted what a week and a half ago, yeah. and he's already like going up against Jamal Murray yeah. in a scrimmage yeah. in yeah. practice. He's got to be like, Whoa. he was drafted a week and a half ago, and the story in one week and a half ago was that he was disappointing in the last professional league that he played in. <laughs> but he's had he's had one week of practice, so, yeah, he's, so probably, he's, a lot he's probably elevated his game to the point. Number three for me is Bobo. I mean, so yeah. we just have a little different Number order three, here. Dude. Number three. I know it's crazy. Thing. I just if if I thought Bulbul was going to play as much as Compasso, then it would I would maybe switch those, but I don't. I think Compasso is going to play more. Whoo! I guess it's possible, but just that seeing Bulbul play, it's like uh, I know every time it just feels like you're just witnessing something really that you're does. not supposed to be seeing. Yeah. <laughs> For you, I would. I have. I have Compasso three, um, and then Bull four. First of all, I stay in a tiny king. Um, but also, <laughs> like, Compasso's track record is whipped ass everywhere he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see if that's here, too. I'm yeah. actually pretty interested to see Jermichael Green, too, how he oh, fits wow. into the into the lineup, like, if he's seamless. That's true. That's true, yeah. I mean, I want to see what the starting line. I mean, I, all the candy aside, like, I want to see, like, what the I want the candy. Preseason is, like, just I to know. eat your candy. I want candy. Yeah. Like, I want to have – but the, the the thing is we don't have, like, a lot of time to F around. Like, they've really just got to get their, their ducks in a <laughs> row and, like, get going here, baby. Totally. Yeah. Totally. 
Um, and then outside of, I mean, Hampton maybe is up there for me. I'm a little less because I just don't know if he's going to play a whole lot. Yeah. Gary Harris, I want to see. I, yeah, I, 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 Gary's I see high on that list for me, man. Maybe four or five. Murray Jokic, they could have zero points, ten turnovers apiece, and I'd just be like, whatever, it doesn't matter. I want to see Will Barton just so I can say I saw Will Barton playing basketball. <laughs> he's not, I don't think you're going to see him yeah, Saturday. I know. I know. Hartenstein, yeah. another one. I want, I'm kind of curious what Hartenstein has to, yeah. has to offer. I'm, I'm going oh, maybe yeah. Hartenstein leading score. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we should do like some should crazy some early. Early prop bets. I, think that's, in, I think I think that's in play. Yeah. I honestly, I think that's it's, in it's play. the early you money line favorite. Music, be noise. Let's let, we can, we can go cue that up. Um, <laughs> that should be good. We got more media availability tomorrow. Like I said, you want to keep your eye out on D, the dnvr.com because we're going to start dropping our player previews. We've been filming them today. We're going to continue filming them today, tomorrow, in the next couple days. So. Um, be on the lookout for that if you're not a member. This is five dollars a month, guys. Yeah. Five dollars a yeah, month to get a T-shirt. Get a T-shirt designed by this guy. That's right. And usually, like if you're signing up this time of year, I mean, there's, there's often times where you get multiple T-shirts. But you really want to sign up more than anything because you'll get to see us wear silly costumes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> there are some silly costumes in these videos. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell because that tells you when there's a thing. If you don't know, this is also a podcast. If you're yeah, listening yeah. to this as a podcast, you don't know, it's also a YouTube show. Yeah, yeah. and also th for this time of year, if you're looking for a gift for somebody that loves sports, uh, DNVR gift box comes with two shirts. Oh, wow. There's the lots and lots of them. Comes with two shirts, and it's, and, an, and it's a physical box that you receive, and then you put under a tree. Somebody unwraps it. There's a DNVR gift uh, membership card. There's two shirts. It's like oh. a, a cool thing to present to somebody. Did you guys check that reference? Nope. There's lots and lots in our no. Charles Barkley, don't remember when he did the five bucks five buck box for Taco Bell. Wow, Adam, Adam, made, Adam, uh, Adam, upset that nobody has a Taco Bell commercial. Charles Barkley, another <laughs> reference from in the nineties at the top of our brain. Sorry about that, uh, viewers. People in the comments know they remember, man. This piece of pop culture. All right, thanks for hanging us with us, everybody. We're gonna see you tomorrow. Right now at MSU Denver Online, guys, it's time to apply and register for classes. Spring semester starts January 19th, so you can take it from me. MSU Denver Online is a great choice for any type of student. Uh, if you're working a job on the side, MSU Denver Online is the perfect choice. Teachers are you know, totally accommodating for any type of student that you know, might be working a full-time job while going to college. So check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online. MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. Most importantly, MSU Denver Online has great teachers who are experienced at teaching online, and it's an affordable online education that can set you up for a great career once you graduate. So again, check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online.